Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Wednesday, August 10th. The weather today is going to be 28 degrees. And feel like 32. Gross. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Hey, do me a favor. Do me a favor, all your loyal live listeners. Let us know how the audio is today. I'm just uh, tweaking around with it. <clears throat> Trying to... Uh, see if I can get it uh, all figured out. We've been dealing with some audio issues, and, and yeah, I just want to make sure it's all good. Gab, yeah, how's your audio over there? Oh, fantastic. Audio is spot on, Mr. Wilson <laughs> says. Um, seems good so far. Okay, cool. If it uh, seems to be blowing your eardrums, just let me know. <laughs> That's what I'm most <laughs> concerned about is um, I'm watching the audio spikes, and it looks like uh, okay, a little higher than normal. Anyways, thank you so much uh, for joining in live. I'll, As you clap into the microphone. Yeah, just clap into the <laughs> microphone, clear my throat. Um, yes. Okay. Anyways, thank you so much for joining in live, everybody. Um, we are broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. Yes. On the Podbean app. All I got to do is just download that app and uh, search up the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. And uh, you can be a part of the conversation just like everybody else. Um, see everybody uh, saying good morning, saying the audio is awesome. Um, there's also a call-in button. You can call in and, uh, and and ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free. Uh, we'll do that for you. Not a problem. Um, what did you say the day is today? Did Wednesday. I did I get it wrong? That's Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... Um, Wednesday, August 10th. And Everly said it. I didn't. Um, okay. Uh, it feels like a Thursday. Uh, Chris says audio is at 30% volume on his phone. He'll wake everybody up at 100%. Oh, okay. So we are louder, I guess. Um, I yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go with it today. Yeah. Um, sure. I'm just going to go with it just, uh, cause I want to see how the recording comes I out. I want to see how the recording comes out. And, um, and, and to be honest, actually, I'm probably going to get, um, probably gonna get one of you to call in, um, <laughs> today. I mean, it, it, I mean, only if you want to. But uh, I just want to, what I'm trying to figure out is this whole um, calling in low audio nonsense. Yeah, uh, it's kind so, of a bummer. Uh, follow along, you know, uh, we're just going <laughs> to, you know, I know it's an us thing, but uh, but um, uh, feel free to follow along and be involved. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you know what, Josh just put a comment. Uh, speaking of, you know, joining in live and being a part of the conversation, um, Josh just put a comment in and um, it's something that, Gabby and I actually just talked about yesterday. We and did. And that's that the year is almost over. It really is. Do you guys remember when we talked about this back in like December of last year? Yeah. And how we, we were in Mexico. We were in Mexico. <laughs> remember? We were doing our, our show live from Mexico. And um, and then we said it in January as well. We're like, you know, the years, you know, I think it was the context was that, um, people, you know, we, we told people to take action, but December is one of those months that everyone's just like, oh, I'll do it in the new year. I'll do it in the new year. Mm -hmm. But then the new year comes and then it's like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, well, I'll wait a couple of weeks. I'll do it. I'll do it in February or just January. She's so busy. You know, I just need to just December was just, it's, it's so draining for me, you know, seeing all those people and stuff. Well, and, and, and first, maybe I should, I should probably really get that website done first. Oh, the, the website, the website is, is the adult version of like the dog ate my homework. <laughs> it's like, everyone's like, Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to get started, but I just need to finish my website first. That is, I hear that all the time. <laughs> All the time. And I'm glad you said that because that just proves that it's not just me. That everybody blames it. Oh, yeah, I really just need to I need to create a Facebook page and a website before I can really just start posting content. <laughs> so the year's is um, officially 60% over. 
or 60%? Yeah, we are. Uh, well, if we round up 61, 60.8. This year is flying. <laughs> this year is flying. My goodness. Um, the reason Gabby and I were talking about it was because um, I don't want to say it's been our busiest year without doing some thorough research. But Gabby, would you say that this is our busiest year we've ever had? Without a doubt. I don't is need it? to do any research. No research required? <laughs> no research required. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Then, yeah, this year is definitely our busiest year. And um, the last... Uh, did you say two months? Two months is... last two months has been crazy. Yeah. Like, absolutely insane. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just when we think that we can't push ourselves any further, it's just like, oh, here, here's a new challenge. Um, <laughs> so I was talking with Gabby and I said, I'm just trying to like find like a, I don't know, not like a silver lining, but like just trying to find like, okay, so we just calm down. Just if we can just get through this, then we can relax. So I was, I was figuring it out. We got a bunch of projects that are finishing this month and then we have four new projects um, that are they're quite a bit of work. On top of that, we have our coaching program, which we're always trying to build and grow. On top of that, you know, we do workshops every month. And we have that fix and flip workshop coming up on August 20th. Um, Friday top, live training starting back up in September. Friday live training is coming back up in September. Plus, like, we, we do have, a, like, a rental portfolio as well, which keeps us busy. Um, and a family. So, um and a financing business, and I'm probably forgetting a daily podcast and a daily podcast. Yeah, um, not to mention the fact that hey, we we put out content as well, so we don't we don't make any excuses. Um, we we do put out content as well, which you know takes a lot of time. So I was trying to figure out, like, okay, when 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 are we going to get a break? And I figured after these four, next four projects are done, we'll probably. We'll be okay just to relax. Oh, you got to finish taxes too. <laughs> Don't forget, Gabby. <laughs> Don't forget to finish taxes. So my guess is that mid-November, we might be able to exhale. <laughs> it's another four months or so, September, October, November. Yeah. Yeah. And when you said that yesterday, you, you laughed. You're like, yeah, it's still four months. And I was like, that actually seems attainable. Like four months flies by when you're being ridiculously busy ridiculously busy yeah yeah i um so we we already we kind of marked it in the calendars that december is going to be our month off not from the show or anything we'll still do the show we'll still do most of the stuff we do but i will not buy any properties um <laughs> so that when these four properties are done uh then we can just relax and do taxes in december <laughs> We were at the lawyer yesterday signing for a property that we take possession of uh, next Monday. And um, and Wayne was telling the lawyer this, that, you know, not going to, we'll, probably won't be seeing you for a while or, you know, don't plan on buying anymore until the new year and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, wow, because we've seen him like, feels like every, every other, other week. week yeah. yeah, for a long time now. And um, so as we were leaving, I, um, I got up and I shook his hand and I said, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Not not too loud in the mic today. Sorry, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's what that's that's kind of what we're planning. And and, and uh, what did you what the, did you title it? It'll be like the nap the month of naps and. Oh yeah, I said December. We're just going to take nothing but naps and um, watch shows. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna watch shows. Um, we're gonna yeah, we're because we're just really tired yesterday, and I'm like, oh man, just I really love to have an afternoon nap. Oh, I think I, I think I was saying like whatever happened to like me being in control of my life, you know what I mean? And being an entrepreneur and picking my own hours. He said like, I, I can't catch up. Yeah. I can't seem to catch up. Like I've, I, um, I have a long list of things to do. Don't get us wrong. We're not complaining. This oh, isn't I am. complaining. Oh, you are. I am. Oh, come on. Gab, you have... Give it a rest. You're just not used to working this hard. Uh, I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's not my work though. It's not my kind of work. You gotta See, do what you gotta do when you're an entrepreneur. Don't, don't you do. 
Don't, no, that is not what you have to do. <laughs> or you got to hire somebody. Exactly. I don't see you hiring anybody, oh so God. you can't complain. Oh my God. <laughs> I hate getting my own medicine. <laughs> I, this is not my kind of work. And you know why I'm, I'm on, I'm, I'm unfulfilled is because I'm doing stuff that doesn't fulfill me. Like I, I, I need to, I need, I need free space. I need free. Yeah. You need thinking room. I don't have any thinking room. I don't have any thinking room. Yeah. I'm just going from one phone call, one meeting to the next. And, and it's just, it's, it's draining because I'm not being myself, which is, um, creative. And it's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's, I, I think, you know, I mentioned it the other day. Like, I, I think I've been running full time for the last two weeks, like morning the show all the way until about 10 o'clock at night. Just cannot. Yeah. I get my six hours and then I wake up and do the same thing over again, even through the weekend. And, and you know, like call it a, you know, golf tournaments, like whatever. But like that golf tournament, I was talking to people for six hours. Yeah. And then I went out for dinner afterwards. It's like, it's, it's draining. You know what I mean? There's no time for any creative thoughts about like how we can improve our business. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff is where I like to be. So. Yeah. Um, but anyways, this is a very long winded story. Just kind of trying to explain that um, it, <laughs> it was that that reminded me that when we talked about December, I was like, it's okay, cool. We'll just finish all this up. Um, and then come December, we're going to, we're just going to take the month off um, more or less. You know, we're not going to have any big projects. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to do anything big that month um, so that we can just kind of relax and go for bike rides. And, uh, in the snow. In the snow. <laughs> <laughs> and go for, you know, walks in the snow. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and, and, and when we were thinking about that and you had said that it's only four months away, I'm like, wow, the, the year is almost over. Yeah. When you think about it that way, like that, that's also kind of depressing me because like, oh, is this all we're going to do this year? Is that it? So just finish off these projects this month and then four more projects be done in November, get them up on the market, hopefully in October, not November, um, get them up on the market. And then. I like it. how you say um, it's depressing and it's like, is that it? But um, I think that Wayne needs, it's clear that Wayne needs to sit down and have a little bit of reflection of the year <laughs> because a lot has happened. And yeah, and, and he always does that to me. A little bit of sit back and like go through what actually happened this year, like month by month. Mm. I think you'd be surprised at um, the accomplishments that we made. Maybe. <laughs> you know... But, uh, yeah, there was a lot that was accomplished. But at the same time, like, just because we're busy doesn't mean, huh? just because we're busy doesn't necessarily mean that uh, um, that there was growth, right? So anyways, we'll, 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 we'll do that reflection. We'll see. Uh, Ryan says, if that's not the plan, then how do you fix it? But this is, like, this is um, kind of, like, the the growth spurts of our business like we knew coming into this year that we were um scaling up fix and flips in a major way that we mm -hmm. were going to be launching our mentorship program that we were going to that we had a lot going on and that we were going to have to put in the work to establish um these things get everything up and running the way we want it to be um and just do the work so that it can be like that's that's what you need to do to we always talk about building businesses not just not just doing some fix and flips, but building a fix and flip business. Not just getting a mentee, but starting a men MS, uh, mentorship program. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like these are businesses, so it does take a lot of front end work. And um, you know, and as they're settling into their businesses, um, it takes you know, like figuring out all the processes and like mm -hmm. all those types of things. So we were very aware that this was going to be. A crazy year and yeah. that it was going to take a lot out of us but that once we established it it was going to pro that what it was going to provide us was to be able to have the breathing room yeah so that's those are just growing pains it's not that something needs to be fixed it's that we need to get through it and we can see the light at the end of the tunnel 
Yeah, just to get it on autopilot. Yeah. That's that's ultimately the goal. It's just taking long, taking a long time. And there's, you know, you run into things. You you start new things and then you realize that, you know, things I'm I'm speaking so vaguely. You know, start new <laughs> things and the things, you know, the things, you know, like the things. They um they uh they don't always go as planned. And uh, then you gotta try new things. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, just scrolling back a little bit here, I see that um, Jeremy had asked if we have a guest from DCI Properties coming on today, mm-hmm. which we never addressed. Um, yeah, we didn't do any of our uh, normal stuff. I just, you know what, you know what? Wayne just got, got on case. a negative tangent. Wayne's got a case of the Wednesdays. Yeah, no kidding. I think um, I should uh, send no, you back to bed I, and take this over here. <laughs> I, I, I will let us answer that question in just one second. I... <laughs> I saw Josh's comment about how the year is almost over. And I was just, I don't know, just reflecting on the fact that it really is. And um, it, it, we always kind of, you know, rub that in people's faces and, you know, and, and, and point fingers. And like, if you don't do something right now, the year's going to be over. And you're going to look back and be like, damn, I didn't do enough in 2022. And I personally, I'm feeling that right now. I feel like, Though we were super busy in 2022, I feel like I can do so much more. And I don't, I'm just, I'm kind of um, uh, feeling regret. You know what I mean? What could I have done differently? Um, and yeah, it's only August and there's still 60% of the month left. But we've kind of, we've already penciled and penned in what we have going on for the next four months. Um, so our, our year is pretty We're, we're peaked. We're winding her down now. <laughs> yeah, we're like we we have everything in motion, and I don't think that I can cram anything else in over the next three to four months with all the stuff that we have going on. But um, I wanted you guys to realize that that um, it, it, we are sixty percent of the year, like through the year, and I know what's what's the common thing for people to say in August. Well, I'll just wait till the kids get back to school. Oh yeah, right. We're literally doing that right now. We're not going to the gym. Because it's too hard to get, because they don't allow kids in the gym. And it's just like, it's so hard to like, do we just like, do we try and go at separate times? Or like, do we get like a babysitter so we can go sneak out to do it? Or it's okay, we'll just wait till September when she's in school and then we'll start going back to that. But that's 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 the common thing, right? The excuse right now for most people is that we'll just wait till the kids are back in school in September. I don't have time to post anything. I don't have time to call my joint venture prospects. I don't have time to go out looking for deals. I think the big thing is that um, recognizing that those aren't really um, excuses. And it's funny because just on Monday with my one of my mastermind groups, we had this exact discussion and I brought up the gym as as a, as an example, exactly mm-hmm. like what you just said. And then the realization that I had that, um, you know, just because it's hard having kids home from school and all those things doesn't mean and I, we couldn't go to the gym. It's like, woe is me. But I could have been working out at home. Yeah. I could have picked up any of those like previous home programs that I've done a million times and love. Yeah. You know, so it's like we just get into this, oh, things are hard or my routine's off or, you know, like it's just I just got to wait until September and things will be back to normal. But there are things we can do. We just get like this kind of blanket statement that we throw over things to make it okay to wait yeah. instead of just like figuring out how to make it work in the meantime. Yeah. So I know we're like this conversation's gone a million different ways and getting way off course. <laughs> Sometimes that's, uh, that's but, when we have our best uh, yeah. episodes, but just let's just take two seconds. Um, let's do a little commercial break from our sponsor and then uh, we'll get back into it and answer. I believe it was Jeremy's question. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI Properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI Properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right. No sloppy seconds from DCI. No sloppy seconds. So if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers, or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. 
Okay, we're back. And so here's the deal. Yes, we were supposed to have a guest today. The The CEO of DCI was supposed to be coming on, um, but we ran into some um, tactical difficulties and uh, he's going to be coming on tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yes, uh, come back tomorrow um, for our interview uh, guest appearance with uh, Ryan from DCI. And uh, we're going to talk all about them and wholesaling and some other things. I don't remember exactly exactly what we're going to be talking about, but I promise it'll be good. And um, yeah, come back tomorrow for that. You can stick around right now, though. We still got about 40 minutes left. Wilson, all you got to do is call in if you want us to talk to the CEO of White North Management. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, same same time, like, you know, no self-promotion, okay? I don't think <laughs> he's going to get a, a free commercial out of this, buddy. Come on to you. <laughs> I got my finger on the mute. Like I just got it ready to pull the trigger. Um, um, yes. Uh, so yeah, that'll be coming up tomorrow. Um, sorry for the, uh, uh, the, the words are hard today. Sorry we lied to you. Yeah. Sorry we lied. Yeah. Um, Kirsten said something really cool here in the comments. She said, when I started listening in May, you were saying how you wanted to achieve doing four flips at once and then he went for it and just started buying flips left, right and center. Uh, I call that growth. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, there was a huge opportunity, um, that we saw in the market there in the spring in Alberta, at least, um, things were getting extremely hot. You remember, remember when every, um, when everybody on the news was saying that complaining that, um, your typical home buyer was no longer going to be able to buy a house ever again. Mm -hmm. And it's not fair. And the, the pesky Toronto and BC investors are coming in and they're buying all the houses after they've been listed for three hours. Yeah. Remember everybody's complaining and then that just kind of went away. Yeah. Anyways, that's when I bought a lot of properties. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it kind of, it, it peaked. I get plateaued and, uh, you know, we stopped buying a lot of properties around that time. And then obviously things changed in interest rates and, and um, the normal um, demand just kind of went went back to the normal demand yeah but anyways uh yeah i mean it was a pretty good year i'm, I'm pretty happy about it um i'm gonna come uh, do you want me to walk out and come back in happy a new man <laughs> i'm just being real the year's almost over yeah um I'd, I'd have to scroll back to read it but wilson basically um said something that i was going to say is that i think it's um human nature and i think wilson said human behavior to um, feel like whatever you've accomplished isn't enough that you could have done more. And mm -hmm. it's always like in that hindsight, not necessarily like looking forward, like you make these goals and you know, like maybe you do accomplish them, but then instead of being like, wow, I accomplished my goal. You're like, oh damn, I probably could have done more. Mm -hmm. Or if you didn't accomplish it, then, and maybe it was like a stretch goal and you didn't quite hit it, then you're hard on yourself regardless anyways. Right. Yeah. It's like, so no matter where we land, it's it's common for people to feel like they never did enough. And that's why I think um, <clears throat> reflection, practicing gratitude, yes. like all of those things, why those are so important is because we are so hard on ourselves. We are our, our hardest and worst critics. And, you know, like in a lot of ways, nothing is ever good enough for us. Yeah. The grass is always greener, you know, like I think stopping and pausing and that, that looking back can be so impactful in helping us be, live happier lives, realizing how awesome we are. Yeah, I agree. I, that's, that's why I do reflection so often. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't in the last little while, to be honest, we've just been so busy and that's, that's unfortunate. And normally I leave a lot more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're normally constantly reflecting. Yeah. You bring it up to me all, well, you do bring it up to me all the time. Well, not lately. <laughs> Except <it's>, this year. <laughs> yeah. It's because we've been too busy with tasks, but reflection is super important because, um, one, you can practice gratitude, but two, you can also have a look and see, okay, where am I at? What have I done? And what can I still do? What are the things that I can control? Mm -hmm. Right. And if there's nothing, I, you know, what could I have done differently in the past yeah. six months, three months? Um, and if, is there anything I could have done differently? Okay, cool. Then moving forward, I will implement that to make sure that I don't do that again. Uh, is, is there nothing I can do? Okay, then that's fine. 
it's you need to you need to just focus on the things that you can't control and and ignore the things that you can't control right and that 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 gives you a little bit of peace yeah you know what i mean peace yeah. to be able to say okay well there's nothing much else i could have done then that was a good year but if you can look if you look back and and see that there are things you could have done differently then make sure you implement them to make sure that you don't do that again because yeah. if you do it again it's just you're no different than you were before yeah um and then, like I said, part of that whole process is just being grateful as well. Grateful for the opportunities that came into your life, um, whether they were something that you created, something that you put in motion, or whether it was just, gosh darn, I'm not going to use the word luck. Let's use grace. Just grace. You know what I mean? Just something came into your life that you were never expecting that, that was just, gosh darn, God's oh, grace. God, I feel. And, you know, you, you saw the opportunity, you recognized it and you, and you took it and you took full advantage of it and, and it created something great for you. I also think the realization when things go wrong, that, um, there's also gratitude to be practiced in the learning experience as well. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is easy to say and harder to do, but once you're out of the shit storm that's usually created when those things happen, when things go wrong, then when you're trying to achieve something or accomplish something, things go wrong and you go through this like turmoil, trying to figure out how to fix it and how to get things back on track. It's easy to just move on from that and be like, oh, that was, that was a hard, hard thing. But being able to stop and reflect on those as learning experiences mm -hmm. and how you probably will never make that same mistake or you'll implement things that will prevent it from happening again. Those are major wins. Sometimes those are bigger wins than your standard wins themselves. Yeah. Because it creates the opportunity to move forward in such a, a better uh, way, like with better policies or better ways of doing things instead of, you know, luck falling upon you or whatever you said, grace. It's intentional yeah the way you move forward and create your successes and your wins i think we're kind of we're mostly just focusing on like things that we've done and things that we've implemented but then as well you have to focus on you yourself and your growth and mm -hmm. that's another big Absolutely. thing for perspective is to see that who was i back in january and who am i now in august eight months later mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah um would would Gabby have been able to handle a situation like that back in January? Let's use Kirsten's example of like, you know, wanting to get up to four flips at the same time or five flips. I thought Wayne was crazy. <laughs> and now you look at it and you're like, it is totally possible. Yeah. And I think that the chaos is just built is the chaos is built into the, to the learning curve and the growth curve. Mm -hmm. um, because once you, once you've done it and once you've implemented good systems, um, it's significantly easier to manage. But right now you're just going through a growth phase of being able to handle that and, yeah. and the learning phase of it, right? Mm -hmm. But once it's on autopilot, it gets significantly easier and you realize, wow, I, you know, I could do that. And then it, it gives you faith and confidence in knowing that the next time Wayne comes up with something that seems outrageous, uh, that we will be able to get through it. Yeah. Right. Um, so just, it, it's, it's not just good to reflect on the accomplishments that you've created or, or the businesses or the projects that you did, but also just to reflect on yourself and just the, the growth that you've had over the year. I, yeah. I'm more, I'm more concerned about, I'm more proud of the growth that I have than the growth that I create. Well said. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's why I'm a little down about it. I'm not down. Like I'm still chippy than most people on a, on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> I'm not down about it. I'm just like, what, how have I grown this year? And I think that now that I think about it, that's, that's truly what's, what's got me um, reflecting this morning is that like, I haven't, I haven't grown that much. My business has, yeah, but I haven't because I haven't had the time to be creative, mm -hmm. which is unfortunate. I'm not in, I'm not in my best, um, I'm not in uh, where I'm not where I should be 
and that's and that's in the creative and and the growth and um but at the same time i'm doing a lot of cool things from like a management a management perspective and a management role just like you know having difficult phone calls and that kind of stuff and you know um ordering stuff and 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 you know what i mean like i'm a good soldier that's what i'm doing right now i'm you get you you gave me a, a list and I'm, I'm completing the list and I'm getting the objective completed. And, and that's just, this, this is not what fulfills me. I, sh- I should be, I should be coming up with creative ideas on the next business or how to make it better. So I think that's, what's got me. Um, but hopefully, you know, in the next five months, I'm able to uh, have a little personal growth as well. For sure. But, um, okay. Let's get through these comments here. Uh, looks like uh, Jeremy bought another property. Awesome. Um, like, like, bought, bought, like conditions removed. Mm, can't Sorry, say for I certain. haven't been following along here. Can't say for certain. There's a lot okay. of comments. Okay. Um, uh, Wilson in the comments says, I started to practice to take responsibility for everything, even for events that were out of my control. I feel that helps me grow. That right there is... Um, is uh being an entrepreneur right yeah that's being an entrepreneur right there is taking full accountability for everything in your life and not blaming anyone absolutely yeah you can't blame the boss or the government anymore (laughs) you got to take full accountability and responsibility for the things that happen in your life because they were based off of your decisions they are no longer based off the policies of your employer or the policies of, you know, the provincial government or the federal government. They are based off the decisions that you make. And that's what being an entrepreneur is all about. Identifying the rules, making decisions, and living with them. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What else we got going on here? Am I almost caught up? No. just seems like just when I get caught up, I'm not caught up. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, you know, about 30 minutes into the show, why don't we um, talk about our upcoming events? <laughs> Sounds 25 good. minutes late. Um, August 20th. August 20th. Um, That's next Saturday, right? Not this Saturday. It's the next one. Uh, yes, August 20th, we have an online advanced fix and flip workshop from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, just sign up. <laughs> you can find the uh is the registration page in the show notes it is it's in the show notes it's and also the coupon code is there yeah it's also on both of our um social media pages and the master's group and i still get the, i still have people reaching out to me like i can't find out how to sign up for this okay well we got to change that we got to because we're using them or the link <laughs> sorry i also was leaning right up against the mic there for a second um we also have started using a different sign-up page. We got away from Eventbrite. So for those oh. of you who are following us on Eventbrite and trying to figure out where the event is, this might have been something good to tell people. <laughs> no. Most, a lot of people oh. relied on being notified when we post a new event. Oh. Yeah. So if you were following us there on Eventbrite, um, we've moved on to a different platform. So uh, yeah, look for, the, look for the link on social media. You know what? I haven't updated our link trees in a long time. So uh, maybe I'll do that this morning and get that registration page up there as well. I literally gave you a morning off and that's what you're going to (laughs) do. We decided that this morning we're going to take it off. Uh, We have a meeting this afternoon. That's our one thing to do this today. Okay. If you want to spend your time off working on link trees, go for it. (laughs) It's a quick thing. Yeah. If you can update mine as well, that'd be wicked. So we have a fix and flick (laughs) uh, workshop on August 20th. It's a full day workshop uh, being co-hosted by Barry McGuire and ourselves. Um, So we're going to be going in depth into fix and flip, into building a fix and flip business. Um, what how to look for properties how to run comps we have calvin hexter joining us for a segment on um running arvs and looking at comps and um finding those properties mm-hmm. we have uh, matt bordian joining us he is a uh, mas- master inspector cert- mm-hmm. certified master inspector is that what it's called <laughs> something along those lines Home inspector, yep. yeah so um he'll be running through what to look for on those properties 
And uh, yeah, so it's a full day of really diving deep, uh, running numbers, uh, looking at deals, all those types of things. So far beyond just what is a fix and flip, how does it work? And really into how to make a business out of it and um, how to be successful in flipping houses. Yeah, yeah. I've been mentioning this a lot over the last week. And uh, I want everybody to understand that this will go over the basics of, of how fix and flips work. But the, the issue that people are having with taking action is, is, is the, the stuff, the more advanced stuff, the deeper stuff of how to find the deals, how to analyze, how to run the numbers, uh, what to look for, um, those types of things. And that's like what to look for. We got Matt Bordian coming on. He's going to tell us all about it, exactly what to look for. Um, we got Calvin Hexter as a, as a guest speaker. He's a, he's a investor focused realtor in Edmonton. And he's going to talk about how to find them and how to figure out what it's going to be worth afterwards, what to pay for it. How do you know that you got a good deal? Those are very important things. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry McGuire is going to be going through all of like from the, uh, the fundamentals of fix and flip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Gabby and I are going to be doing a segment on how to treat it like a business, how to make a business out of this. You know what I mean? Um, how to create more active income. Um, Kirsten was mentioning that, you know, um, we wanted to scale it up and we did it. Right. And that it's easy. It's easy for us to say, because, you know, I do that. I do stuff like that all the time. I say, I'm going to do something and I fucking conquer it. Um, now that, that is a quality that everybody needs. You know, you need to have faith in yourself. You need to have, um, determination in order to achieve it. Um, however, I do understand that people also need to understand, to get a good education on how to do it, Yeah. how to scale it, how to build the team in order to make sure that you can do that many at a time, how you can do that from your desk at home. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, look at these last four or five, six projects that we've had. Um, with the exception of the one that was three minutes from our house, which we went on bike rides to, mm-hmm. we hardly ever go to our projects. We got one in St. Albert. I think we've been there three times. Yeah. Like it's, we, we don't go there. So if I don't even recognize it when I see updates posted it got painted online. yesterday. Did you see it? Yes. It yes. looks fantastic. It looks very good. Um, so, you know, if you want to treat it like a business, that's, that's what we're going to be diving deep into. We're going to be diving into the deep stuff. Um, I've, I've, in my 10 years of investing, I have never seen a fix and flip course to this level. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen entry level basic stuff, but I mean, you could find that stuff in a free book on, you know, a free, what do they call them? Ebook on someone's website. Mm-hmm. You're going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say that um, Kristen had mentioned the only course that she was able to find was uh, one back in 2018. So that's the other thing is staying I relevant. Bet you it sucked. Hey, it what? was put on by a couple people that we know and respect. So don't oh, say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, so. Um, but the other thing is staying relevant. Like, you know, um, taking. Aside from fundamentals, fundamentals will basically always stay the same. The fundamentals of real estate investing will basically always stay Mm -hmm. the same. But in all these different methods, like fix and flip and all those types of things, um, that will change as the market changes. So how you, how you run your business, how you, you know, look at fix and flipping, how you look at rent to own, how you look at agreement for sale will change as the market changes. So staying relevant in where we are in the market on these types of courses is also important. So maybe looking, even though it might've been a really great course in 2018, a lot of things might've changed. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you the people in 2018 were probably saying, yeah, it's, you know, you got to be very cautious. It's not exactly the best time to be flipping you know, in this particular market, that was, that was, that was the narrative for a very long time. Um, and, uh, we decided to, um, say, screw that and show people that it could be done. And mm-hmm. I mean, look at the flipping market now, look at all the people that are not many people, but I'd say wh- significantly, significantly more people more. that yeah. than, than what were two years ago. Yeah. Um, we've given a lot of people the confidence in order to take this and turn it into a business. Jeremy's a great example right there. Jeremy's, you know, getting the second flip going right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And we've seen a lot of other people hop into it as well. Yep. Yes, there's going to be a learning curve. Yes, you're going to make some mistakes, but you know what? You just got to get up and fucking do it. Yeah. And and figure out those mistakes and you know get through that learning curve and then you know build a business out of it. And hopefully, hopefully it could be a successful, profitable business that you can put on autopilot, so that you know you can have the right people taking care of it and you can start focusing on something else. Just like we what we did, it took some time. We had to find the right people. We need to, you know, automate it and put it on autopilot so I can go and focus on other things. And that those other things could be, you know, finding off market agreement for sale deals. Those other things could be doing burrs. They could be raising capital for your next big deal. It could be anything, but we want to show you how to turn it into a business, how to make it profitable, how to build a team that you can rely on so that you can go and focus on other things. Mm-hmm. So you're not in it every day swinging a hammer and mudding and sanding and painting. So that's what August 20th is going to be all about. Um, I, I, now, see, I, I, at the very beginning there, I just said, just just go and sign up. I know. And it, that should have been more than enough for people. <laughs> but, of course, you, know, you do need to hear why Yeah. and why we're doing it. So, Wayne, um, Stephanie had just put in the comments here that she can't find the link in the show notes. And so I clicked through to see if I could see it. And um, it just talks about it and the coupon code, but there's no link. Very interesting. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> um, so Stephanie, if you go onto my, uh, my personal Facebook profile, Gabrielle Hillier, um, I believe the last post I made is uh, a link to that. It's not a unique, like it's not a recognizable link. Yeah, we can't just tell you to go. So uh, yeah, so it's on my social media. It's the the first post that you'll see when you go onto my my page. Yeah, I will. We'll fix that. Sorry about that. Um, as well, uh, it'll be on our link tree today. Yes, <laughs> I better remember. Okay. As soon as the show ends, I'm I always like, okay, gotta get ready, kid to summer camp, and then I forget about the things I thought about in the morning. Mm-hmm. Need to get my notebook down here in the mornings. Uh, isn't it pinned? It should be pinned. If you go into our uh, Real Estate Investing Masters free Facebook group, it should be pinned at the top too. Uh, yep, pinned at the top. Nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, also, we should mention um, that the Fix and Flip meetup in Calgary, uh, being hosted by Jared Como, has been rescheduled to the 21st. So if you were signed up and planning to go this weekend on Saturday, it has been moved to next Sunday. Yes. Yeah. And that's on Eventbrite, right? To sign up. Yeah. Yep. You'll find it. <laughs> uh, just getting through the comments. Getting through the comments. I, there's, there's a cup, there's a question, but I don't really understand the context. There's a lot of conversation going on today. There is. That has been the case um, for the past little while. Just the chat here in the Podbean app with the live listeners just going crazy. I can't keep up. Yeah. And then, oh, oh, now it's going to explode. What? Carlos just hopped in. <laughs> Carlos has entered the room. <laughs> Wilson just said, where's Carlos? <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah. It, it, uh, there's, a, there's a couple questions and things people wanted to talk about, but I think a lot of them are going to turn into a full episode. So um, just hang on to your thoughts and, and maybe bring them back on Friday. But um, I just wanted to stay on the, on the topic of today. And that is, you know, just reflection um, okay. and making sure that you're paying attention to what month it is. And, um, and yeah, September is just around the corner. Where do we have today? the 10th of August, uh, kids are going to be back in school in like 18 to 20 days. And you know what happens as soon as November hits? People get like Christmas crazy and Christmas break break coming up and um, all that kind of stuff. And it's the exact same thing as where we're at right now, being like, oh, well, kids will be back in school in a few weeks, so I'll just wait until things are back to normal. Yeah. And then you have like two months before you start going, oh, I'm, you know, I should really start, you know, slowing down and enjoy the Christmas break and like all those types of things. So like you have all these things that society tells us um, are the norm and what to do and, and 
how to spend your time and you need to uh, decide for yourself how you're spending your time. There's only one person that you can blame. Yeah. And it's Hallmark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but ultimately it's, a, ultimately, it's up to you to decide that Hallmark is, is bullshit and Hallmark doesn't control and, your life. And Chris says Walmart. Hallmark and Walmart. Those are, the, <laughs> those are the only two people that entrepreneurs can blame. Kind of messing everything up. Yeah. Uh, stop giving yourself excuses not to do anything and start finding how can I do it with all of this nonsense that I have, I am quote unquote obligated to do mm -hmm. like taking my kids to school. Like that was a joke. You didn't <laughs> laugh. <laughs> um, like, like, you know, my job, my, my, holidays and whatever else, you know what I mean? Just look, look at the calendar and, and first things first, get yourself a calendar and really figure out what do I got coming up here and where can I squeeze these things in? And if that means you need to stay up a little bit later after supper, you got to work on it a little bit later. Or if that means that, you know, you're not going to go golfing on Saturday because you need to work on this, then take the day off goddamn golfing and go and work, do finish the things that you need to do in order to better yourself. Mm-hmm. Because I promise you that December's version of you looking back and reflecting over the holidays with hot cocoa or Bailey's in your coffee, December version of you is going to thank you for not going golfing. December version of you will not be grateful that you golfed on Saturday. It won't even remember it. But I promise December version of you will be grateful that you took that day and you, you made that phone call. Because that phone call created an opportunity, which December version of you took full advantage of and created new opportunities. So yeah, you're going to have to miss out on, on 18 holes or nine holes, whichever. But I promise you the things that you do today that you implement, um, future versions of you will be grateful. Absolutely. And maybe think about that today. What can I do today to make myself grateful in the future? What could I do today that would make future versions of me proud? Yeah. And those are usually, um, you know, there's a difference between uh, doing a task that just needs to get done versus putting something in place that is going to change or help the success of your future. And a lot of people get caught up in, in the tasks of let's use, um, oh, I hate using taxes because it actually does impact your future as well. But <laughs> well, being able to qualify and stuff, you need your taxes done, oh, but yeah. it's, it's a, it, I like using it as an example because it's something that, um, as I'm learning, more people than just me put off. Um, I was in good company on one of my mastermind calls. Uh, none of them had filed their taxes. So, <laughs> um, but taxes is something that we put that we put off, but often have it as like something on our task list. Like I need to get this done. I need to get this done. But is there a call in, instead of you know? Oh, it is a bad example. I hate it, but. Is there a call, like Wayne said, is there a call that you could have made that would have changed your future? Maybe it would have secured a joint venture partner yeah. or is there, um, you know, like those types of things. Determining the difference between what a task is and what an actionable item towards your goals are and making sure that you're not strictly tax, task focused or you're also that you're not ignoring them. Mm -hmm. Or if you are ignoring them, you're hiring someone else to do them for you, but making sure that those little decisions of if you're reflecting on something that you can do today that will make future you in a better position, that's not doing the taxes today. <laughs> yeah, that's future you will never be grateful for the tasks that you finished. No. The fact that you clean, you know, oh, look at the fridge. It's looking really dirty in the back there. I'm just going to pull everything out. I'm going to throw out all of that old feta. Seems like we've got 12 containers of feta in here and olives, feta and olives talking about our fridge <laughs> let's let's clean it out and let's wipe out the back and those crispers are looking really dirty too I mean, you're never this gonna, needs to get done this needs to get done 
because you can always find things that need to get done. You know what I mean? Just using a BS, you know, example, like something like that, as opposed to, I'll give you a little bit of a better example, not a great example, but a better example. I had a coaching call the other day uh, with an investor. And at the end of it, you know, we were talking about deal analysis and condo docs and stuff like that. So we, at the end of it, I said, is there any other things I can help you out with? And he was explaining to me that like he was struggling um, as an entrepreneur, he was struggling trying to get things done just because he was getting drowned in tasks. Yeah. And um, he was talking about his Airbnb business and how just like, just like rolls of toilet paper needing to be replaced, you know, driving down across the city to go bring more toilet paper was things that was getting in the way of him being able to call joint venture prospects Mm -hmm. or to analyze deals or things that were, that would help him progress. And he couldn't quite justify the cost of a property manager. And so I linked him up with another investor who has like, not necessarily a property manager, but they do like kind of like a la carte services. Mm-hmm. Um, that person might be on the live show today, but I'm not going to say things out loud. Um, but it, you know, that, that investor was offering those types of services of like, Hey, I'll, I'll go drive down and I'll drop off the toilet paper or I'll, I'll go drive down and I will, um, you know, make sure the property is, 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 is is ready for the next person or i'll go drive down and i'll do that tenant showing for you or if you know um, a document needs to be served to a Mm -hmm. tenant um for like a 24-hour um walkthrough or like you know what i mean notice of entry entry, you know and for whatever reason your tenant's not responding to the email and you can't go drive all the way down there or maybe you're not in the city um you know that person will go drive down there and post it on the door for you and knock so you know there's I I recommended that person to that person. And he's like, oh my God, that's exactly what I need. I can't afford to pay for full services like this, you know, on like a retain, not a retainer, but like a monthly fee. But I would love to be able just to pay for those services. As needed. As needed. And I was able to share that with him. And he was like, oh my God, this is going to free up so much time for me. Whenever I need help, I'm just going to call this person. So that was something, the fact that he asked, see, that was the thing. He asked he explained his problem to me. He called me up, had a coaching call, and he said, I got a problem. He wasn't really expecting much of an answer. He was just... He was, was almost just, just like getting it out. Like, he, these but, are my struggles. But he explained what his struggles were, and I was able to identify them. And because of my, my being a resourceful person, I happened to know someone that would be able to solve that problem. Yeah. And now he's able to grow. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 something to consider about, the, you know... It's, it's not always, I completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) It happened. I almost went through a full episode without losing my train of thought. I went down a rabbit hole and I, and here we go. Here I am. Yeah. But that's, that's identifying what's holding you back. And, you know, like sometimes like there's, there's people who will be like, oh, you know, like I'm totally able to manage my portfolio. It's a, you know, I can handle these tenants and yada, yada, yada. And that's great. But is that all you're doing right. or, and is that your excuse as to why you're not out looking for joint venture money to buy more? Yeah. And is that your excuse for why you haven't been able to figure out how to analyze a fix and flip, even though you really want to do one to create some more active income, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's one thing to say like, yeah, it's in my control and I can handle it and I'm really good at it and blah, blah, blah. But is it preventing you from doing other things? So can you offload some of those tasks to be able to grow. I remember what train of thought I was on now because you were asking for an example. That's why I went too long and I forgot what I was talking about. The original <laughs> thing was, but you were talking about a better example of yeah. things that you can do yeah. to better your business. And he put that out there and then he found a solution. He found the solution that the solution, like what I need is I need someone to be able to call to hand off these tasks so that I can continue to focus on my growth. Yeah. Right. So that right there was a decision that he was able to make and implement um, that solved this problem rather than just going and driving across the city and, and, you know, doing those showings or, you know, dropping off that, that, um, that toilet paper. He found a solution, a creative solution to be able to enable him to be able to focus on his growth as opposed to mm-hmm. just doing more tasks. Yeah. Right. So those are the types of things that you can, that you can, you can do today that you'll be grateful for in the future. 
that's what we're trying. That's what I was trying to get at. Was that you know what kind of things that I can I do today that I can implement that I'll be grateful for in December. And you'll look back in December when you're sipping your cocoa or your Bailey's and coffee, and be like, "Wow, I'm." I can't believe that I almost didn't say that to Wayne. I didn't. I didn't ask Wayne if he knew of any so you know solutions for something like that. And the fact that I said that out loud. He referred me to this person and that person has now helped me out for the last five months. And I've been able to focus on this portion of my business as opposed to driving around, dropping off toilet paper rolls. And now I'm flipping houses. And now I'm flipping houses and I finished that burr. I would have never been able to do it if I hadn't said that to Wayne. So yeah. like that's, you know what I mean? I, I want you to have reflective moments like that in the future of like, why am I here? Why, why, how did I get here? Yeah. And it's because I said that one thing. I made that call to that joint venture partner and I just said hello and I didn't really have any intentions for that phone call. I just say, hey, Jim, how's it going? Oh, good. Good. How are you? What's going on with you? Oh, geez, I got um, three fix and flip deals on the go right now. I think I'm only going to be able to take two. Uh, one of them I'm going to have to pass it off to another investor, which was really bumming me out because uh, it's it's just an amazing deal. There's a huge $200,000 spread, probably going to make about fifty dollars to $60,000 on it. It's like in and out in eight weeks, but uh, ultimately, you know, we don't want to have all the funds for for all three deals. So, uh, anyways, I'm probably just gonna pass this deal off to another investor and, and make a little fee for it. And just the fact that I said that, what I was doing, maybe Jim goes, "Well, uh, what, do what do you need? What do you need? Like, how do you just like just money, or is it like you need like a do you need a contractor?" Mostly just renovation funds, you know, because we're doing the other two and I've got the one that's still on the go. Um, we got about $300,000 tied up and all that. And I just, um, we're kind of at the limit right now. So, you know, we're, we're probably, I'm going to make a few phone calls today to see if anybody's interested in partnering on it. But otherwise, um, worst case, I'll just pass it off. And then just see if he bites. And if Jim bites and says, well, I got a little extra cash sitting around, maybe I can get involved, right? And you'll look back in December and remember that one time that I called Jim and just shot the shit with him. And didn't have much intention other than just to tell him what's going on. And the fact that I went out of my way, the fact that I said what I was working on and what I was, what I needed, I told the world what I needed. He said yes, or he, he said that he wanted to get involved. Mm -hmm. Right. Can we stress that point that if the world doesn't know what you need, if you don't vocalize that, if you don't put it out there, you will not receive what you need. Mm -hmm. If people don't know, they can't help. If people don't know the opportunity, they can't take it. So think about that today when, when you're trying to figure out what can I do to make my December version of myself more proud? What little things can I do? Can I write a little email? Can I make a little phone call? Can I put a little post out? Can I put a little post out? When people are asking what I'm doing this weekend, can I tell them what I'm doing this weekend? Instead of getting all nervous and not talking about Real estate. What'd you do last weekend? Ah, uh, not much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just think about it. Just, just what little things can I change today that will create opportunities that I'll be grateful for in December? Just, it doesn't have, you don't have to do a whole fucking PowerPoint presentation. No. Oh man. Well, before I do anything, before I call Jim and talk about anything, I got to get that website done. Because the last thing I want is him saying yes and then Googling me and not finding my website at waynehillier.com. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to think I'm serious. And if he does, I mean, what if he asks me for a business card and I don't have one? He's not going to take me seriously. All these limiting beliefs in your head that you think, you, no, just, just the fact that you called up and said that you've got all this stuff going on. you got three deals on the go. You think you're only going to be able to keep two. You know what I mean? That just does that not scream confidence right there? Yeah, that's the whole reason why he he said he wanted to get involved because he heard that I have two on the go that I'm about to close on. I have another one which I'm just finishing up on, and the fourth one, even though it's really amazing, unfortunately I can't even take that one. I'd love to, but I can't. That just screams confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, and I didn't ask him anything in that phone call. No. I just told him what I'm doing. Right. And he was impressed because yep. he doesn't know anyone else that does anything like that. And that same example, feel free to use that script when the next time you're talking to somebody, 
be like, well, I just um, put three offers out this week on uh, a few cash flowing rental properties, which I'm super excited about. Um, I've got, I think, I think I have um, joint venture partners lined up for two of them, but the third one, I think um, uh, we'll see. I got a few more phone calls to make this week, but ultimately, I mean, I'd love to take the third one, but uh, at the very least, I'm pretty confident that I'm going to get the two. They're going to cash flow about 600 bucks a month each, which is freaking awesome. And they're really great neighborhoods. And um, yeah, there's a lot of room for improvements. You know, they're uh, they're on, um, you know, big lots. So we could be subdivided in the future, whichever other BS you want to say. You know what I mean? Like, just, just, just talk like with confidence. You know what I mean? <laughs> You don't have to ask anyone anything, but just like doing those phone calls, talking that way, telling people what it is that you're doing. I mean, you didn't buy any properties. You just put some offers though, right? Yeah. I put some offers on some properties. I got one accepted last night, hoping hopefully, hopefully the second one gets accepted. Um, I got some money partners lined up that are super interested in it. These ones are like, they're, they're really good properties. They're going to cash flow like 600 bucks each. Holy crap. How do how do you, how do you have time for this, Wayne? I don't know. I just make time. It's, I love this stuff. This is... This, this is the stuff that I love doing. Um, I mean, yeah, I've been, I've been doing inspections for the last 10 years, but ultimately this is the stuff that really like lights me up. You know, I go to work and that pays the bills and it covers the dental and the, the you know, the benefits and the pension and stuff like that. But ultimately what makes me happy is being able to do this kind of stuff and helping other people. You know what I mean? Um, putting deals together and putting tenants in and helping our joint venture partners make money. So that's the stuff that I like doing. I hope you guys are writing this down. This is like literally how you get joint venture partners. If you're that on top of that and, you know, having a good social media presence of just being like constantly posting stuff and people seeing what it is that you do. And then just talking nonchalantly about just how freaking amazing you are. Mm -hmm. Not in a cocky way, just being like what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. I put two offers out today. One of them got accepted. Crossing my fingers, I get the second one. Got money partners all lined up. Um, worst case scenario, if I don't get the, if I don't find money partners for the second one, I'll just pass it off to another investor. Uh, cause it's a really amazing deal. Absolutely. Now, if this is the type of person, if Jim's the type of person that's been interested that has been following along with your content, um, that's been wanting to get into real estate investing, but just like not quite ready to pull the trigger, doesn't know how to do it. Then he will ask. So make a few of those phone calls today. Go knock on some doors in your neighborhood. Say, hey, I noticed your house. Um, I know it's going to sound a little weird, but I really want to buy your house. And I'm curious if, you, if you're ever interested in selling, take my, my card here or take my phone number and give me a call. Before you call a realtor, give me, give me a shout. I live in the neighborhood. I really want to buy your house. Right? If they want to sell, they'll call you. But if you don't go knock on the door. You'll never know. You'll never know. You know what I'm saying? And these are the moments that back in, sorry, if in the future, in December, you're drinking your cocoa. You're going to remember, God damn it. I'm so glad that I knocked on that door. Had, had I, I never not- knocked on that door, had I never made that phone call, have I never, had I never put that post out, this, I wouldn't be here. This wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the stuff you need to do to be, you know, to, to be proud of yourself in the future. And maybe I'll put it in the calendar today. Maybe, just maybe, I will for like December fifteenth or something like that. Um, I'm gonna put hashtag had I never, Ooh. and we'll do a had I never segment where everybody can call in or put it in the comments, and they can tell talk about all the had I nevers that they created between August and December. That's awesome. Wouldn't that be cool? I love that. Wouldn't that be great? But in order for that to happen, you have to do things that you wouldn't normally do today. Mm-hmm. And that starts today. It does not start September 2nd after Labor Day, after the kids are back in school. You got to do it today. And it doesn't take very much. No, it doesn't. This is, this is what I'm pissed about at the beginning of the show. The fact that I'm pissed is the fact that I don't have time to be able to do these things. Trust me. I do not have time. And I'm not just using that as an excuse. I'm trying. But it's bothering me that I that I don't have enough free time to be able to make those strategic phone calls. You know what I mean? To make those strategic emails, to put things in motion. I'm going to be proud of, of, my, of myself in December. That's why I'm, I'm bummed out right now. But I still do. Every day I still do, just not as much as I'd like to. So 
if I can still manage to do it, then you can still manage to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So start thinking about that. Actually, no, don't just think, just do, just do it. Okay. December 15th. I'm going to put on the calendar right now. <laughs> I think that's our show. Have a great Wednesday, you guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 